Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And I'm most definitely from All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Pinstripe Talk. I'm your host, Eamon, joined by my co-host here, Anthony. And uh, how are you liking the Yankees baseball this week? It's been a fun week. They swept the Giants. Uh, they played well in Anaheim. Uh, they lost yesterday to the, to the, um, to the Diamondbacks, but uh, they're having a, a hard-fought game today. So let's see if they can pull this one out. But overall, a good week. And before we get started with our first segment, um, let's just congratulate CeCe Sabathia uh, yesterday for his 3,000 strikeout. Uh, he joins uh, a group that consists of 16 other pitchers, most of them Hall of Famers. He is well on his way to a Hall of Fame career. He's a, he has been for the past 19 seasons, a real bulldog. He pretty much has been to, said to his, all of his players, all of his teammates, uh, guys, I'm Iron Man. I'm going to be out there every day, and I'm going to make my starts, and we're going to play well in my starts because that's just the kind of pitcher he is, and the numbers prove it. So congratulations to CC on uh, strikeout number 3,000. Yes, congratulations to him. I, uh, it's a very – Big accomplishment for a small group of players that have done it, so that's pretty special. I think the next thing up for him that I heard is uh, 250 wins, so hopefully he could get there. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a great accomplishment. Not a lot of people even get close to, th- to 3,000, so that was a uh, a very big, you know, thing for him. But um, let's push CC aside for a little bit, um, even though he's did really, really well last night um, as he hit his uh, 3,000K. Um, but we're, now we're going to talk about some returning players um, and how the people that are uh, stepping in for them are going to be, are, how they were doing and uh, how they're doing now. So uh, what do you think, you know, how, when they, you know, came back, how they've been doing? Well, the players we've gotten back so far are Sabathia and Sanchez. Sanchez has played well. Uh, he's had a big grand slam against the Giants in, uh, in San Francisco. And uh, Sabathia has, has pitched well. I mean, he got the hard luck loss last night, um, but he has pitched well coming off the DL. And plus, he has some players who are currently playing in, uh, in minor league rehab games. Miguel Andujar and Kratulowski both played uh, in rehab games yesterday, Tulisky had a home run, um, and while uh, Andujar went 0 for 3, 
it's still good to see them on the field. Um, so the Yankees are on the mend. They're getting back. Uh, Stanton has a little a shoulder issue after his bicep issue, and uh, he'll be back in a few weeks. People were saying that um, Aaron Hicks would get into rehab games um, relatively soon. So it's, um, it, it's very encouraging to see these, uh, these real cornerstones of the Yankees getting, uh, getting healthy and uh, ready to help this big league team because, I mean, every Yankee fan knows this team has been decimated by injuries. That's no secret to anybody. And um, to, have these, um, to have these stars come back and come back healthy for, uh, for the month of May and beyond is uh, very, very big, to say the least, for this team. Yeah, um, I think the return of Gary Sanchez really, I feel, helped the team out a lot going into the next few uh, games. And I think with him out, it was it wasn't really a big hit because you know the backups are doing really well and I'm I'm really liking that. Um, I'm actually really glad that Andujar is doing very well um, as he is playing in a rehab game. Uh, his injury was close to being season ending, which could be a little bit worried for a lot of Yankee fans. But um, yeah, I do. I think he's doing really well, and I'm glad Tulowitzki is getting in and doing some games as well because we need him when Didi's out. Um, I think with Glaber playing short, that's all fine and all, but I feel like Glaber kind of – he's our second baseman. Um, he can play shortstop, but he is our second baseman, and uh, we need him to play there. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see how Hicks is doing. He's kind of been – the one guy that's not really got a lot of news or updates on, so I would love to see what is wrong with him, if he's coming back, if he's going to be in a rehab, um, what's going on with him. But uh, for right now, I think the people that are coming back, that are going to be coming back in the next few weeks, I think it's going to be exciting um, just because of how many people are on the, D- on the IL. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty – I'm I'm going to be happy uh, seeing at least a few other guys that are usually in the lineup that were out for some weeks um, back in there. As am I. And uh, Aaron Hicks uh, played in a spring game yesterday. Uh, saw some live pitching days before that. He will be getting into an extended spring training game again uh, today. So Aaron Hicks would like to go. He could be playing in some minor league games in the next week. And if everything goes well, um, from what I'm hearing with Andujar and Kulawitsky, uh, you could see the two of them um, in the majors within within a week. Honestly, within a week or two, you could see both Kulawitsky and Andujar back at a big league club, which uh, could spell some uh, some difficulties for the backups who have been playing so well, but we'll get to that uh, in, our, in our final segment. Um, so it, everything's been going well. Not to mention it, man, we haven't mentioned it in a while. Didi Gregorius, who threw from shortstop and is hitting on field. So Yankees have some positivity when it comes to uh, Gregorius, who had Tommy John surgery in the offseason. So even the man who has arguably the most debilitating and devastating injury of the, of the bunch 
is, uh, is, is slowly and surely coming back, uh, hopefully better than ever, and hopefully healthy. So that's what we need. We need health, and our guys, no secret, have been decimated. But coming back, these injuries will not last forever. The, the, honestly, the injury that might last the longest uh, is judges, which is, is very painful to say. But it, uh, if it's only judge, I mean, clearly last year we can play with Aaron Judge. We don't want to. But we can. I mean, clearly with the Yankees playing right now, they just put the Giants, and they have B and C list lineup. So they're really proven they can win without these guys. They don't win without these guys. This is probably a fluke that they're winning without these guys. But um, they, they have proven that they can do it. They don't want to do it. They're not going to be doing this much longer because, like I said, Andy Hoare, Tulowitzki, um, Hicks, probably Stanton, all be back uh, relatively soon. Stanton's the one man that hasn't had too many updates uh, since his shoulder uh, issue. Uh, the one thing I've been hearing about Stanton is that he will uh, he'll be back probably the middle of this month to maybe the end of it, uh, which after his bicep injury, now a shoulder injury. Um, it's, it's, it's been tough for Giancarlo, but um, one, I think he'll get past, and I think he'll get past relatively soon. Yeah. Um, Giancarlo is a guy I think we said might come back in the the Western uh, road trip, but uh, it didn't really work out like that. So we'll see what happens with we'll see what happens with him. Um, but Didi, I did hear that he was hitting. Uh, he is trying. He is slowly progressing. But the other guy that has had a similar injury to him is Jordan Montgomery. And we don't know when he's coming back. Um, that would be something that would be probably pretty interesting for the Yankees to get back. He probably would be maybe a bullpen pitcher to start out. Um, I really don't know if they're going to throw him into the rotation right away um, with some of the guys that are in there pitching pretty well. So we'll see what happens if he does come back sometime this year. Um and uh, if he does, I would love to have him in the bullpen um, as Patances is taking – he's going to ta- have some time uh, off uh, with that injury. So it would be pretty interesting seeing what's up with Montgomery. Um, well, Monty had his uh, Tommy John surgery in May of last year. So it's been a year since Montgomery went down. And – from what I'm hearing about Montgomery is the fact is that he will, if he comes back this year at all, he'll be back in September. Um, so the roster will be, will be expanded anyway, so it's not like going to send somebody down there or anything. So um, he'll probably pitch uh, in the rotation because at that point in the year, you want to rest your guys like hopefully a healthy Severino and, uh, and Tanaka and uh, Paxton. So he'll probably pitch in that rotation, uh, maybe come out of the bullpen every so often, but you will see Montgomery on this team uh, probably in September. And people forget about Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery has good stuff. He almost won he, he, he won rookie of the year votes. He didn't win the award, but he got rookie of the year votes when he was a rookie several, a few years ago. And he has a solid motion. It's not like he got Tommy John surgery because of his motion, um, because he short arms the ball and because he uh, – 
he has a he has a bad motion. He just it just happened. It was just, it could happen to anybody. It could happen to a man with the cleanest of motion, like Mariano Rivera. It could happen to anybody. So I'm not concerned if, about him coming back stuff wise because Tommy John surgery is is basically you're not, you're not concerned. The big injury you have to be concerned about is shoulder surgery injuries because if you go into that shoulder, you immediately weaken it. Um, Tommy John surgery is such a precise process now that um, you pretty much know that you'll be back and maybe even better when you come back from Tommy John surgery. So I'm not concerned about his, um, not concerned about his uh, effectiveness once he comes back. Uh, it's all about, it's all a waiting game with him. Seve, it's a last strain. It's a, it's a side issue. So not to be concerning. I mean, obviously you're pitching, so you're twisting and turning and these are core muscles. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a concern, but I, I, I don't have any uh, concern once he comes back that he'll be effective. Luis Severino is too good a pitcher to not be effective. I, I, I'm not concerned about that. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about is the time. Losing Severino for any stretch is, is a huge injury, and he, he'll be out June. So that's, that's concerning. But aside from the time that we're going to be with him, uh, I think as far as his stuff goes, I think we can expect Severino to come back come back healthy. Um, but, but as of right now, I'm just glad we're getting some guys back in a week or so. Yeah, um, I am too. Um, Severino's, he'll be, he'll be a little interesting as um, we don't know what we're going to get from him off of injury when he does come back in June. Um, so it would be interesting uh, to see through the rehab games and everything, if he is looking good, looking himself, or if he is struggling a little bit, um, kind of like how Batances was in his rehab when they had to give him some more weeks off. So I, I hope that um, he does very well after you know he's fully healthy. Um, yeah, I, you know, couldn't. We really need him. We could really need him right now, but uh, we need to give him the time. Um, but another guy that we did say that could have an injury was Chad Green, and he did have his uh, – he has been pitching in AAA, and he looks like he's coming back. He, he has been doing pretty well, and uh, I, uh, we could see him get called back up in a few weeks. Yes, he continues his, uh, his good start back in the minor leagues, which he did have a good start, a good game a few days ago. Um, you could see him back in the big club, and he'd be a well-loved and well-deserved shot in the arm for this team. But with that, we'll wrap up uh, this segment, and uh, we'll be back in a minute with the Giants series. Hello, baseball fans. This is Blake here from the Rattle Up Podcast, your go-to show for weekly news on the Arizona Diamondbacks. After going 11-4 and in the last 15 games, it's hitting just two games back of the National League best Los Angeles Dodgers. People are starting to question, is this team for real? A team that was once widely predicted to be a bottom feeder of the MLB now sports one of the best records in the National League. Some say it's too early to tell, but we will analyze Arizona's performance so far this year and the chances of long-term success in a crowded National League in 2019. Tune in this Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, as Chris and Blake break it all down on Rattle Up. That's this Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. See you there. All right. Uh, welcome back. 
We'll be hopping into our next segment here, the Giants series, as we had a clean sweep. Um, pretty good baseball being played from the Yankees. And uh, what do you what do you think about it? Well, I um, I obviously loved seeing this uh, this series of baseball games. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch the Yankees go out and just take down the Giants. We beat Bumgarner in game one in the matchup with, uh, between Paxton and Bumgarner. We took down Derek Holland, and we, um, we beat Derek Rodriguez. So it's three pretty solid big leaguers, with Bumgarner being the best of the three. And we won each game pretty handedly. So it was fun to see. Obviously, with some injury scares in there because of the Yankees, of course there's some injury scares, with um, DJ LeMahieu being removed from uh, the third game of the series with a knee issue, and Giovanni Urshela being hit on the hand. Uh, Gio's been back, and um, uh, LeMahieu will be back uh, with uh, the Yanks <clears throat> against the Twins on Friday. So it was overall a phenomenal series with everyone getting to the action. Gary Sanchez hit a grand slam. Glaber Torres um, hit a home run. Gary Sanchez hit a solo home run in the game before that. Um, we had a home run from Luke Voigt. Paxton pitched a solid ball game. Uh, he packs in, in his uh, in his start in the series went five and two thirds, three runs. I mean, his, it doesn't look that great, but he pitched a lot better than the line looks. Uh, Jay Happ pitched a phenomenal ball game, seven innings, five hits, no runs. And Domingo Herman, while he faded, he faded at the end, six innings, four runs was not that good, but his line was a lot better than that. He had five dominant innings, and his sixth inning was not that great. Still, a great ball game when Domingo Herman. The bullpens were great. The offense was great. Um, it was really a series to prove what the Yankees can do with their B-list lineup, and they went out and proved themselves. Yeah. Um, I think starting it off with the Paxton start, I think that was another really good start from Paxton. And I'm liking what I'm seeing with Paxton now. Um, he, he, I feel like he was a little rocky, but I think he's settling in with this team now. Um, he's pitching very well. Um, against his start, I think he only gave up five hits, which against Bumgarner is is pretty good. I mean, Bumgarner is struggling this year, um, but he is one. Of, he is one of the. Even though he's not in his where he was in uh, 2014, 2015, he is still one of the decent. Uh, pitchers around right now. I mean, the Yankees wanted him in the off season, so I think they did very well against him. I mean, they had 15 hits on seven runs, which is really, really good. So, I mean, that was a great game. I think the Sunday game was really good. Uh, the offense really blew up. I think we scored 11 runs. Um, and then the J-Hap start as well, uh, really, really well. Uh, pitched. I think that was a a really neat, like a really well needed uh, start for him, as he has been struggling lately um, with some teams that he really shouldn't be struggling. Um, they're they're against the Orioles, against some of these teams that are not teams to struggle usually for him. So uh, I think that was all good. I think Luke Voigt really tore the ball up. I think he was one of you know the key guys in this series and. Uh, the other series. Uh, so I think he's been doing very well. I think he's a guy that really stepped up and took a role that he, I don't think has ever had 
uh, before, and I don't really think the Cardinals giving him up to the Yankees uh, for Shreve, I don't think they thought, you know, that he was going to be this type of guy. Um, so I'm really liking how Luke Voigt did, you know, step up and take a role that, you know, he's not really comfortable in, but he really showed uh, that he can use the bat uh, in those in those games. So all in all, I think I think the series is well played. I think the Yankees did very well, and uh, you know they they showed what they could do out there, and I really liked that. As did I, and uh, the Cardinals never thought this highly of Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt was a guy that brought up late in the game. He wasn't very he wasn't a young prospect. Uh, coupled with the fact that he uh, was blocked at first base by Matt Carpenter, and obviously now, I mean, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt now is still. Um, so he's um, he was never really in their plans. And they figured if you get some relievers in Shreve and Gallegos for a guy who's probably going to start at AAA, um, what what the uh, what the what the um, Cardinals thought, and he turned into this great ball player. I mean, this, he's the real deal. He just won American League Player of the Week, so it just proves how good a week he actually had. So he really has blossomed into a star. I mean, our two hitter right now. He has the only run of the day for the Yankees. Uh, he had a home run today against the Diamondbacks, coupled with 26 RBIs in the season, so he's had a very good April. Um, so he obviously contributed massively to the series with the Giants. The bullpen was wiped out again. The only guy who didn't pitch that well uh, out of the bullpen was uh, Luis Sessa. Sessa had a, uh, had a bad outing. He went uh, one and two-thirds, a little long. You have a grand slam. Um, so he didn't pitch that well, but Chapman did come in for the save. So the game was uh, was safe there. It was really a dominant series. I mean, the Yankees, who are fielding a team with Cameron Maven and Gio Urshela, Mike Talkman, who is starting every day. These are players who are starting for the Yankees. Beat Madison Bumgarner 7-3. Bumgarner's line on that day was five and two-thirds, 11 hits, five runs. That's not good. Big hits from guys like, uh, from, from guys like Cameron Maiden. Big hits from, from Glaber Torres, who's obviously a, a, a solid big leaguer. But Thyro Estrada, it was, it, it's all uh, piecing together with victories, piecing together at bats. It's it's not a one man working crew like when Judge or Stanton are here. You have to win games together, and they're becoming a team. They've assembled, and they're assembling to become this this fully functioning team who are playing for each other. Because it doesn't matter who it is at the plate, they're a team, and they're really they're really showing it, and they really should in the Giant series. Yeah. Um... And I don't even think just the Giants series. I think the Anaheim series was kind of the start to this. Um, I really think they're they're gelling together um, and really playing very well. I mean, the people that have stepped up, like Talkman and all those other guys, Geo, um, that have came. You know, they came in and they they're ready. Um, so I think. For them to do that well, um, at least decently well enough for us to not get torn up or not score runs or not get the offense going, 
Uh, I thought it was. I think that's pretty. You know, really like really really good for the uh, for them. Um, but Voigt also, you know, I think he had two first inning home runs in that Anaheim series. So he really started getting hot. And I think it really kind of blew off from all the injuries that, you know, people you know, like Voigt has to get up, you know, step up. Some, someone has to step up here. Um, and he took the next job because, um, you know, Gary wasn't there in that series either. So uh, I think for him, I think that was probably the best week I've seen him play. Um, besides last year, um, but for this season at least, I think that's the best I've seen him play, um, and it's really, really, really good for us because we are winning ball games. We're getting the runs in. He's really stepping up to to do things that the team needs to to gel together and everything. So I think with Luke Voigt taking that role and then Gary Sanchez coming back, and now they're ge- now it's gelling together. I feel like. As the in, as the injury list you know gets shorter and shorter, I feel like this team is slowly going to gel together with that energy that the other people are producing um, from just playing well. So um, I'm very excited to see when these new people do come back how the team will be. Um, but right now, I think Gary and Voigt are doing very well um, with playing with the team right now and uh, winning ball games. They are doing very well. They're supplying a lot of the power. They're supplying a lot of the offense. Um, that being said, you're obviously getting contributions from DJ and even guys like Mike Talkman and Gio Urshela have got to get on the party. So this team is really functioning as a whole. But the vibe and the the attitude that the Yankees are, have right now with their, their B-list lineup out there really uh, could transfer over to when the Yankees have a fully formed team because I mean, winning, winning produces feeling good. I mean, it's, 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 it's a kind of a crude statement, but it's kind of simple. If you win, you feel good as a team and you will feel like you can produce as a team. So winning kind of breeds more winning in a sense. So when the Yankees get back, and Duhar, Tulowitzki, Judge eventually. And they keep playing this way, it'll really boost their collective their, their collective attitude, their, their, their team morale, because they saw how they could win with these guys they have now, and they're going to build on that. Because, there's, it's, I mean, I'm, I don't think this is a, this is a very well-kept secret, but Alan Judge is better than Mike Talkman. Um, Miguel Andujar is better than Gio Urshela. Uh, and as I'm speaking, that the Yankees have just brought the game to us and won with a base hit, two out RBI single from Mike Talkman. See, Mike Talkman again. Mike Talkman gives the Yankees um, another run. It's three, two Diamondbacks with two outs in the eighth inning. So they're coming back, hopefully, in this game. Um, but that just, that just proves my point. While Judge, well, I just said Judge is better than Mike Talkman, and he is. Um, when they come back, they'll see how this team has pieced it together and has won, has been confident. That will, that will transfer over when they have the healthy players back. And I can't wait to see this team feeling good, playing good with their best players. Yeah. Um, I think 
uh, in one of the series that the Yankees uh, did play, I think Judge, even though he's not on the field, he's really valuable in the dugout. I think he saw a problem with Tyler Wade's swing, and he told him about it. He fixed it, and now he's hitting really well um, for us. So even with Judge not in the lineup, he's still really helping. He's being the guy in the dugout that the Yankees kind of need. Um, he's kind of being, being the, I guess we could say, cheerleader of the team right now. Um, not emotion, like emotionally um, looking at him and him being crazy, but with, just with helping uh, some of the guys that are, uh, that he's noticed that haven't, you know, been doing very well or need a little bit of tweaking in some spots. So I think just with him specifically, I think uh, he's been doing a really good job to help the team, even though he can't play, um, which is really, really good. And I think that's something that the Yankees um, don't really, you know, have all the time. But with him being like that, uh, with his modified swing all these years and everything, I think that's – a good guy to have after he's learned um, from his failures and success. So, um, yeah, I think Judge just off the field has been really well. Yeah, Judge off the field has has been a real uh, plus to the guys who are playing. Nobody feels worse about being hurt than Aaron Judge. He knows what he means to this team, and he knows he can be a huge help. So to have him not on the field, trust me, he knows that that this team is, is losing a big player. So he's going to do whatever he can to improve the other guys around him who are playing because he wants his team to win just like anybody else does. Yeah, um, I totally agree. Um, but for right now, we'll have to wrap up this segment. Um, but we'll see you guys in a bit for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Tim from the Amazing Mets podcast, where every Thursday night, Sal and I talk about everything you need to know about the New York Mets. On this upcoming week's episode, we will mainly be focusing on Jerry's Familias and his struggles in the Mets bullpen. We will also be going over options we have to replace our front of, of our bullpen, like if it's between our minor league system, if it's to make a trade to one of the other teams, or even if it's to sign one of the remaining free agents that's still left in May. We will also be opening up our mailbag for any Mets fan who has any questions about the New York Mets. Sal and I are answering all questions. So I'm going to let you get back to your show for right now, but just make sure to tune into the Amazing Mets podcast this Thursday night. If you have any questions or want to know anything about the New York Mets, make sure to stop by on the Amazing Mets podcast this Thursday. All right. Uh, welcome back. We'll be talking in our final segment about uh, players stepping up, um, as we kind of talked about a little bit in the Stein segment. Um, but what are your uh, your guys that you think have really helped this team after all these injuries? Well, the guy who stepped up the most, and he's not even a guy who's replacing someone, uh, but is a guy who stepped up because the offense needed him, and we mentioned it before, is Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt, a year ago this time, 
was a minor leaguer for the St. Louis Cardinals. Fast forward a year later, he is the Yankees' best hitter in their lineup. Now, that's what I call a transformation. That's an evolution that I that me and some of the smartest baseball men could not have seen. But he has stepped up because they've needed him to. He's here to fight the battles that no one else could. Because they're not there to fight their battles. He's played a solid first base. He's batting over 275. He's on nearly 10 home runs. Over 25 RBI. He's been a force. And another guy who's stepped up massively is Gio Urshela. Gio Urshela has played a beautiful third base. He, has, he is a phenomenal fielder. And he's versatile as well. He can play second base and new base. He really has proven a lot to me. He was an Indian and a Blue Jay backup. And he'd be a backup on the team now if he didn't have so many injuries. But he's batting well over 300 in the short time with the Yankees. He has a homer and several RBIs. He's really filled in well. It's been a pleasure to watch him play third base. I, I really, I mean, this is not the doctrine of Anduhar, but he, whenever the ball hits Anduhar at third base, I get a little worried, and I think a lot of Yankee fans do too. When the ball hits Urshela, I want to watch him front. I want to watch him field because he has impressed me time and time again. Now, there are obviously, obviously some guys who have not played well in the absence of some star ball players. Uh, Mike Talkman, as much as I like him, uh, has hit a few home runs. He's batting 175. So there's that. You have a guy like uh, Cameron Maben. He's only played in a few games, but in the few games he's played, he's played well. So these backups know that they're not at full capacity, that this is not a fully formed Avengers roster right now. They're playing with some B-list guys. They're not playing with the Iron Mans and the Captain Americas of the world. They're playing with the Falcons and Hawkeyes. So they have to really step up their game. And they're winning the battles despite not being A-list because they know that winning is important. It's the Yankee way. I, I went into this diagram last week, but it is the Yankee way to win. They know what they have to do to win. They are executing their pitches. They're putting together good at bats. They are proving time and time again that the Yankees, no matter the team on the field, are still the Yankees. It's about the uniform, and you do not mess with the Yankees. They're not a team that's going to roll over and die because they're playing at half capacity. They know they're going to be good, but a watch out. Yeah. Um, for me, there was one guy, and this is before he got injured. Um, I think Clint Frazier was a guy that really stepped up for us before he, before he got injured. Um, I mean, he came, he came up and was on fire. Uh, and he really helped us in some games that we, we needed. So I think he was a guy that before injury would, and if he didn't get injured, would have been one of the guys that were up there uh, in the list. But since he is injured, it's, uh, he you know, he's on the, the IL and everything. So we can't really, I guess, call him here just because he isn't an active player right now. But, um, yeah, I think he was doing very well before injury. Um, and everything, but 
Another guy, like you said, I think Urshela has been a guy that I actually really like at third. Um, looking at his past history, him not really having a lot of experience, him kind of being like a backup um, and everything, I think he's a guy that I'm actually really liking at third just because of the not even the offense, but the defense. Um, I don't have to worry about Andujar, you know, defense if he's in there. Um, just because of how, you know, Andujar really, I mean, his bat is very valuable. We can all say that he's a better hitter than Urshela, but with the defense and what we've seen from Urshela already, I think it's just undescribable how he's been playing up here. Um, he's been, He's made some really, really memorable plays already with being at third. Um, and it's just it's very exciting to see him get a chance up here. I think even before he got injured on, against the Giants, um, he was actually getting the bat together. He was, act, he was doing really well with the bat, um, which was surprising because he, he was struggling, even though he's making all those plays in the, the infield. He was struggling with the bat, but he started picking it up. And he got hit in the hand. Um, so it really was something that I, I was liking, but uh, since he got injured, he just adds to the list. But, you know, he was he's, he is a guy that was stepping up. He is stepping up for the Yankees um, and everything, and uh, I'm liking – uh, even though some people are getting, they're we're stepping up and getting injured now. Um, I'm liking the people that, what they've done and uh, what the people that are are are, are filling in for uh, the people that do get injured are doing as well. Yeah, and I'm very happy to see Urshela not be terribly hurt. It's, he got hit in the head. He's, he's, he's bruised. He's fine. Uh, and yeah, I, I did forget to mention Frazier. Uh, Frazier when he was playing was playing like an all-star uh the reason i don't think of him as a backup is because well he's not a backup anymore when he comes back he is starting when stanton and hicks all come back he is starting he will be starting left fielder for this team brett gardner i love you to death you are a career yankee been on this team since 08 you will be the backup i'm sorry i love you guardy but i'm sorry clint frazier has proven he deserves that left field job, and he will get it when he plays again, which shouldn't be that long. I mean, he took some dry swings. He, he was running a little bit, so, and his ankle feels fine. So once the 10 days are up, I expect him to be back, and I expect him to be playing. And it's going to be his job in left field. I'm very excited to, to see him play every day. I, I think he's an excitable player. Now, I'm not going to say he has the talent of this player, but I think he has the sort of excitement and the, and the style of play like a Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is uh, flashy, likes to put on a show, and Clint does the same thing. Clint plays with, I made a thing, I made this joke a million times, but Clint plays with his hair on fire, both literally and figuratively because of the red hair. Um, so, I, I'm a huge fan of Clint Frazier, um, and I, I can't wait to see him play on a regular basis when he comes back. So, he's another one of those guys could be back very shortly. Um, it's I was very upset to see him sort of roll his ankle and kind of be uh, out for a little bit because he was playing so well. And it's, it, it's nice to see a guy who's playing well continue playing, obviously. Um, but 
especially for a guy like Clint, who was hurt a lot last year with his concussion injuries. He couldn't tell his cats apart. Granted, the cats look alike. Uh, but he had a lot he was going through last year, and to see him come up and play well was so heartwarming. And seeing him get hurt was, was very upsetting. But I do think he'll be back very shortly and be playing on an everyday basis. So another guy who stepped up. Even guys like Mike Ford. Mike Ford was an undrafted free agent. Undrafted. You know how many rounds during the draft? There's a lot of rounds in the draft. There's 30 teams that go through. I'm probably, I'm probably underselling it. 20 plus rounds. A lot of players. He was not drafted. He was a he was signed by some team, the Twins, and then ended up in the Yankee system. And the undrafted Mike Ford was starting at first base in the Yankees. He homered in Anaheim, hit his first league league homer. So it's guys like that. First of all, they're they're great stories. Um, and second of all, if they can produce, then the story becomes even better. So a guy like Mike Ford. A guy like Luke Voigt, a guy who stepped up. A guy like Spyro Estrada, who's playing well. Spyro Estrada is playing well. He shouldn't be in the big leagues because, I mean, let's face it, he's really not ready yet, but he's taken what he's, what he's been given. He's run with it. He's got, he's got knocked here, he's got knocked there. And DJ LeMahieu, the guy who was not supposed to start for this team, He's supposed to be the guy who plays every day at a different position, plays first, plays second, plays third. He's playing every day. Not the last two games he's been hurt, but he's played every day. And he's done a great job. He's done a great job. He was leading the American League in batting average of one point. He puts bat on ball. He's the antithesis of the Yankees. Yankees, big, lumbering, strikeout people. Yes, he's tall. But LeMayhew puts that on ball, doesn't strike out very often, good swings, good, productive at-bats. It's what I love seeing. And he's been a very welcome addition to this team that I want to see play every day. He is a fun player to watch. So he, among many others, are several players who stepped up and stepped up big time. Yeah, I think going back to where you said um, Clint Frazier's kind of like the flashy uh, Harper, I think he was. I think before he got injured, he had every single game, he had a different pair of custom cleats. And he was going to, I think he said he was going to do that for the rest of the season if, you know, when he is playing. Um, But it's kind of cool to see how he's such a young player and he's doing that and he's he's red hot, just like his hair. but, yeah, uh, I think he's a really good guy and a really good example of who did step up before injury. Um, but even the, the bullpen, like, we never thought Sessa was going to be, like, this type of guy. The last few years that we've had Sessa, he's been a little bit of a struggle. And he had one bad uh, outing, but I think he's been a guy that's been really good for them. Um same with Harvey. I think Harvey maybe had one or two bad outings, but he's been pretty good, and he's not even a guy that we – he's not even ready or a guy that we consider being up here yet. So I think the bullpen side has been really well um, with Batances being out, which is kind of a big you know guy out for us. Um we, you know, we could really use them, but the guys that are in there right now that have uh, came up, like Tarpley coming up, 
when Green has been struggling, I think that that's been that's something that we need on this team. Someone that is in Triple A, but if somebody's not you know doing too well, they could confidently bring them up because of what they've shown so far uh, up here that uh, they could do very well and succeed. So I'm really liking how the Yankees have options, have people that if someone is not doing very good, uh, they could go to. And I think that's uh, something that uh, the the team needs and is really good for them. Agreed. And if I went into the season and told the Yankees fans, uh, remember these names, Mike Ford, Mike Talkman, Cam Mabin, Joe Harvey, Asairo Estrada, if I told them to remember these names, they A, wouldn't remember them, and B, would be like, who on earth, are those people work at a law firm? Like, who are they? No, they're starting for the Yankees, and they're playing well. So it just proves to me that this team has depth and can win despite not having their big boppers. But with that, that'll be the end of our show today. Thank you all for listening and uh, for enjoying our, uh, our Pinsar talk today. Once again, I'm Anthony. I'm Eamon. And this is my, my, this is my co-host, Eamon. And uh, we hope to see you guys next week. If I can make it there, I know I'll make it just about anywhere. It's up to you, New York. Pinstripe Talk is produced by Benson Sexton. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram. Eamon at Yankees Network 99 and Anthony at AF Simeon 16. That's A-F-S-I-M-E-O-N-E 16. For more Pinstripe Talk content, be sure to head over to our website at BaseballPodcastNet.com. Be sure to follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all their social media platforms. Instagram at BaseballPodcastNet. Twitter at BaseballPodcast1. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Pinstar Talk. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.